Everything beautiful begins on the inside and radiates out, whether it's our personal beauty or that of our business and branding. Welcome to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we help you find the success that you deserve by challenging you to take an outside and inside look at your branding and business. Now, here's your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out. Uh, this is called, we've redi- redesigned the program to beautiful brands inside and out. And it's designed to help you reduce static and find your brand frequency. And I am your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Listen, I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed with marketing and not be able to grow as fast as you want. And in today's age, it's an ever-going conversation that we're trying to have here. And if you're like many entrepreneurs who... You may not be clear on what you're offering, and you're not alone. You're not alone. There's many people out there that are really struggling with this marketing right now. And you've likely wondered if there's a simple way to be able to help you grow, and there is, of course. And I know you want to become well-known. That's mainly kind of like that's the philosophical connection that people want to have. They want to build something and be known for it. Um, Status is still a top motivator for a lot of people. And they're frustrated that they don't know how to do it. And so at Beautiful Brands Inside Now, I get it. I totally get this. I know how hard it is to look inside and out and outside in on your own brand. And for the past 10 years, I've been able to help thousands of clients, guests on my shows, people like you, small business owners, to be able to help overcome that fear of marketing and the fear of putting themselves out there. I changed up my brand of this show because of my own frustrations. And I saw a need and a problem, and I wanted to be able to fill it. I wanted to be able to solve that problem and fill it. And I'm committed to helping you get clear on your purpose, your words, and your story so that you can stop feeling overwhelmed. See, the process is simple to understand, but I am not going to lie to you today. (laughs) You may need someone to support you and guide you through this. But this is a great place to start right here because every Thursday, you're going to listen to my show and we're going to break down brand success and struggles of all of our guests. And once you understand the approach, you hear from the guests, you hear their stories, you'll start to see a pattern of success that you can have too. I believe that your time and your technical skill or lack thereof is just a small factor to our resistance to really great marketing. And I think that you deserve to be able to have some marketing savvy. And I promise you, my guests and I are here to be able to help you with that and support you in finding new clients so that you can be that well-known brand that you desire. And part of that finding new clients is really fine-tuning the frequency, dialing in, you know, really strategically on what your brand message is. Now, we're live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, or you can catch the podcast 24-7 on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Real Talk Radio, Bonnie Bonadeo, Voice America, okay? All right, so let's talk about the why. Why Why did I see this problem? You know, I changed up the brand of the show from Beauty Inside and Out, which was a very big and broad subject that I could pretty much do anything I wanted to within that kind of platform of beauty inside and out. So I had doctors, um, life coaches, I had product companies, I had 
uh, plastic surgeons. I, I had people that were part of uh, charitable foundations, breast cancer awareness, ovarian cancer awareness, hair loss uh, specialties, uh, specialties and experts. You name it, I was able to kind of go into that umbrella. I even had an astrologer and recently just had a medium on the show as well. So nothing stopped me from being able to talk about beauty inside and out and the topics under that particular category. I think the only thing I didn't talk about was sports and religion and politics. And, uh, you know, just not, not, the, not the platform for me. But I changed it up because these are the problems that I saw. Guests were coming to the show without a clear message. Their structure and their delivery was convoluted and confusing. They weren't even sure who their ideal client was. So you can imagine that these are problems that pretty much all small businesses are having at this point. See, these people knew their product well. All my customers know their product well. They know how to make their products, use their products, do their products or their services. And they could talk about their product all day long, but they weren't clear on how to market it. So every time I told my guests that this was an hour-long show, you need to dedicate one hour to the show, they all panicked because they thought, oh, I, I, I don't have enough information to talk on your show for an hour. And the truth is they did. It was just a matter of what, in what order were they going to talk about certain things in order for it to be heard, in order for the listeners to be able to connect with it, in order for the listeners to desire to go find that service or product or try something on that my guest was sharing. Because the question then becomes, how do you sell your product without, how do you sell your brand without selling your product? How do you engage with people to have them want to find you, follow you, and buy you without necessarily making about the product or the service that is where the real transaction happens, the, 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 the commerce, the exchange of money actually happens? And it's like anything, you got to build that emotional trust. You have to be able to solve that problem. And to most people, it felt like building a brand and marketing their brand was hard. And even today, I think it's, I think it's even harder. I mean, you know, 20 years ago, it, it, it could have been very simple. You know, we did direct mail pieces. Um, we did neighborhood, you know, notices, welcome to the neighborhood things where we would promote our businesses. And today we have this global platform and it can get overwhelming and confusing. The process the, the time invested into it, the programs that you have to integrate. And of course, we all know that social media is um, a, a, a giant time suck. So if you're not really clear on what you're doing for marketing or how you're intending to be able to market your business, um, social media can really work against you in that space right there. But here's the truth. This is what everybody wants, I think, at the end of the day. They all want to sell their product. They all want to grow their business. They all want to find an exit strategy. And then they want to live out their retirement from working hard, right? I mean, isn't that what we all want? And it's very much a baby boomer philosophy. But I can tell you that Gen X, Gen Y, millennials, and the new Gen Z that's kind of stepping into the workforce right now, they all want this same thing. I believe that they're all going to do it much faster than the older generations have done it because they do understand technology. They do understand integration. 
they do understand how to be able to put themselves out there and they have no fear of putting themselves out there. They're highly connected. Now, where there might be a little disconnect for them is actually if they're in kind of face-to-face positions or businesses, service-oriented businesses, then um, it might be a little bit harder. We all grew up in my generation, the baby boomer generation grew up and we were pretty much in service and we pretty much had to go door to door to make connections with people. We were, the neighborhood knew who you were. They knew all the kids in the neighborhood. They knew whose kids belonged to whose kids. So, you know, when it was time to be buying, uh, you know, Girl Scout cookies or whatever that is, we all knew how we were going to go about doing this. And we all knew who was going to buy from us or who needed to buy from somebody else because they were closer. That family was closer to that kid, whatever it was. But in the end, you guys, I, I get because I'm a solopreneur too. I'm a small business owner. And like many of you, I have my same frustrations. And uh, it's it at times is overwhelming for me too. So I, I'm hoping that this show creates some opportunities for some clarity on it. Now, I've been in beauty for 38 years. I, I want you to know the beauty part of this show is not going away. I'm going to be inviting guests in that also have brands in other arenas. We're still going to stay within that health wellness, and beauty arena. So I'm not going anywhere in regards to beauty, but I am hoping to be able to to broaden my horizons and gain access to other small businesses that are struggling. But the truth is, is if I just stayed in beauty and health and wellness, I would have enough. I'd have enough clients. I'd have enough guests that would want to participate in the show, listen to the show, that I would never need to go outside of that arena. Now, for the last 10 years, I've been speaking, leading, and doing branding coaching. So I love to be able to speak. I love being a leader. um, And I love marketing and branding. Now, that's kind of a a unique mix there because most people do not like to speak in public. Most people hate being the leader of their organization. And most people don't find the time, even though they see the value, they don't find the time to invest in marketing. They're too busy doing the work that needs to be done and not planning for the business that needs to grow. So I believe that these all three of these buckets, speaking, leading, and branding, are very synchronistic to each other because you have to really, you have to be able to lead your brand direction. You have to have a brand plan. And your words have power, whether print or speaking. It's a fact that people connect with images, and it's a fact that people connect with words. Both create an emotional response, but words make the decision. So whether people hear it or read it, it's the words that will actually have them be in action and truly make the decision if they're going to buy you or not buy you. And, you know, your brand somehow started with you. Um, You solved a problem or somebody helped you solve a problem and you saw that there was an opportunity to help other people solve problems. So I'm a firm believer that your brand is not just about your business, company, product, or service, that your brand is an essence of who you are. And I absolutely positively hope to prove that with all of my guests that are going to be coming on for the rest of the year um, onto beautiful brands inside and out, because I think you'll be, you'll be pleasantly surprised of, um, 
uh, the gifts, the gifts that all of these guests have just as who they are. And it then becomes little surprise as to why they have the success. So I always believe that they're a personal attribute to the success that they have and the success of the brand, even if they work for a brand. Now, like you, I had great insight in being someone on the outside looking in. So it was really easy for me to help others in their purpose and their messaging. And even in asking my guests or my clients to be able to share with me, you know, really, what do you offer? Uh, who do you want to offer it to? Why are, you, why are you passionate about having this business or being in this business? What has you get up every day and want to do this over and over and over again? And those are all great opportunities to be able to talk about their level of success, and if they're just doing the work or if they're truly building a brand. Now, it was not easy for me to look at myself, <laughs> and I challenged some folks um, to share with me what they think I do, and I started with my family. You know, my family is, the, they're the closest people to me. Now, I don't do business with my family in that uh, capacity, but I, my family knows me better than anybody, and and uh, when I was at my mom's house not too long ago, I kind of pulled out my laptop and I set it on the kitchen counter and I just started working away and hours, hours went by. And uh, she came back out and she says, what are you doing on that thing? Like she couldn't imagine what I could possibly be doing for hours on my laptop. And I said, mom, I'm, I'm setting up my marketing. I'm prepping marketing. I'm doing marketing. And she's like, what are you marketing? And then I realized my mom doesn't even know what I do. <laughs> um, they, they, uh, they had some good ideas. Um, you know, she, she kind of guessed a couple of things. And she says, well, you are, you're in the beauty industry. You do something in the beauty industry. And then I said, well, what else? And she says, oh, oh, you write books. You write books. So you're an author. And I'm like, okay, what else? And she's like, well, you go out and speak. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you can get up in front of people and talk to people, but I know you go out and you do speeches. And, uh, and all of those things are right. All of those things were accurate, but none of them kind of defined what I do for other people. Okay. So I went out and asked my industry as well and the people within my circle and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, there was a, a, a nice highlight of reputation and respect in the industry. And they listed off a gamut of things. I mean, because people have known me in beauty for 38 years, um, they listed off things I did 20 years ago and still don't do to today. But somehow I, I have a brand connection to what I did that that's how they knew me or that's how they met me. Um, so it really led me to research and get some guidance because I knew if, if people out there didn't know what I was doing and I couldn't really narrow down uh, a direct message to what I say that I do, then I was creating an enormous amount of confusion for people. And um, like many of you, I do too much. And I imagine that you all do too much too. 
So here's, here's some examples of all the things that I do. I am I'm a keynote speaker. I'm a classroom speaker for events. I do life coaching, business coaching, brand coaching, speaking coaching. I author books. I sell books. I host a radio show. I do spotlight podcasts. Um, I run an agency. I do back-end consulting. I show produce. I do event management. I develop and produce and manage my own events. I produce online trainings. I coach other people to do online trainings. Um, I volunteer as a mentor. I contribute to women's groups. And then, plus, I'm a mom, a fiancé, a sister, a daughter, a friend, and a confidant. And I just had to really kind of ask myself, what do I really want to do? And the truth is, is I want help. I want to help people get better at selling their products, their services, and their brand. So all of that has to kind of come down to that particular message. And that really put me on this path of I have to narrow my focus. I have to stop doing all these things that I'm doing. I have to refine my path. I have to find some systems that are easy to implement and easy to share. And that's when I got introduced to StoryBrand. And I went to a StoryBrand. Well, I first read the book. So if you're not familiar with the book, pull it up on Amazon and buy the book StoryBrand. Um, I first read the book and then I saw that they had a training and I went to the training and then I saw that they had a guide program and I went through the guide program and I am officially now a, a StoryBrand certified guide. Um, and it provided me uh, a great system to be able to implement marketing strategy, branding approach, branding ideas, um, and to create that clarity that we're lacking right now because we have so many different platforms that we can promote ourselves, but we end up promoting ourselves, um, well, we don't end up promoting ourselves well, and we end up promoting ourselves, over-promoting ourselves maybe, and not maybe fine-tuning the right message for the right platform or the right message for the right type of customers we're attracting. So, Story Brand Certified Guide, and that has certainly helped me. So I'm in the I'm in the process. One of the things I did was rebrand this this radio show to Beautiful Brands Inside Now. I've been working on all of my websites, my landing pages, you name it. Everything is getting rebranded because I finally now have a system, and the system is something that I can help you with as well. Um, I also realized that part of what I needed help in is getting uh, more strategy in place and more structure in place. And that's where MoPro um, as a coaching program showed up for me. And so I'm currently participating in that. Now, this year was my year to invest in me. So I can help you invest in the right marketing resources at the right places in your business and with your brand. And my vision for 2020 is, is this. I, I am a speaker, coach, author, and podcaster. But what I really am is a guide to help you connect with who you are so you can better connect with those other people. So connect with you so you can connect with others. And a lot of that is based on who we are personally, our ability to be able to speak that through, our ability to be able to lead our businesses in a way that makes sense. And then, of course, all of the marketing that is necessary in order for us to be known. Okay? So my three buckets, speaking, brand strategist, and leadership coach. Coach. So with enormous effort, lots of support, revision after revision um, that I've been going through, um, I'm, I'm plugging along. Here's one of the things that I learned about kind of being a, one of the better educators. You could look at somebody that has an enormous amount of expertise in one particular area, 
And they said that sometimes the best educators are the ones that recently learned something because they've immediately applied it. They saw the results of how it supported them and uh, changed things for them, improved them. They're the better teachers to what you may need. We're kind of like that first line, that first defense of education to be able to help you get to the next level. Sometimes when you go with somebody that has 20 years of experience, they forget what it's like to be a starter business or they've never been a solopreneur or even an entrepreneur. They might work for a firm. See, my mistake over the 10 years of being an entrepreneur, um, and, and I'm going to say it's, it's, it was the blessing and the curse. I was too nimble to the landscape. I blew like the wind. I was totally into what's now, what's next. If it didn't work, I tried something else. If it didn't work, I tried something else. And it kept my head above water because I was very nimble, but it also kept me in survivor mode for a long time. Not thriving, but surviving. And I, you finally get to a point where you're like, I, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, I, need, I need some support, and I want to be able to then support others in regards to that. Now, in that refinement of thriving, <laughs> and guidance is all about thriving here. You, you have to ask for help and um, ask for help to be able to have somebody look at what you're doing in regards to marketing and ask for ask for help to be able to help you with clear messaging, consistent messaging, so that you can go from surviving to thriving. So we're going to talk a little bit about some examples, you know, because you, 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 I myself, I mean, social media is a monster to me. Um, I am on social media. Of course, I have many social media accounts, um, but it's, it's a lot of work and a lot of time. And I know I see on these posts, you know, these, these uh, types of uh, forums that I'm involved in on Facebook, you know, people saying, you know, I wonder if I need to get a social media person or my, I'm trying to get my staff to do the social media for me. And it, sometimes that doesn't work. You have to, the, social media only works when you have a plan in place. And social media only works when you are clear of what your brand is and that's how you're promoting it out. Now, I can't grow my social media, so I missed that boat, you know, that wave that came through where people went from, you know, 500 to 10,000 followers. I missed that wave. And the time and effort that it would take to jump on that wave and, and try to accomplish that, not, not, not in my, it's, it's not in my timeline at this point. So I can't grow my social media to save my soul. However, my social media is now working for me because my messages are becoming more refined. I'm doing more videos. My messaging is more clear. Um, I'm adding a little flavor of myself in there, um, flavor of other people in there. And that's making a difference for people to be engaged and commenting with me. So I'm starting to get the tricks on all of this. Now, I've had this radio show for, I've done over 200 shows. Um, I have 75,000 listeners a month listening to me. And one of the reasons why this shows a success is because I do it weekly. It's consistent. The brand has always been in place. I deliver the results. I promote the results I'm going to deliver. I deliver on those results. 
That's why this has grown because I've been dedicated to it. Now, mind you, this is a live radio show, not just a podcast. So every Thursday between 5 and 6 p.m. Eastern, I have airtime that I have to fill. So I'm, I'm kind of committed. Like I'm really committed. Okay, I'm not quasi committed or podcast committed. Um, I'm committed. And so that has kind of really helped me to understand structure and consistency to be able to, to build my brand. And um, I intend to do it more. I intend to support a little bit more of my social media in this same manner. Um, and I have better guidance. I have better coaching. And I have a better support system now to be able to do that because I realized I threw my hands up in the air and I surrendered I surrendered. So if you listen to my last show last week, it was the the last show of Beauty Inside and Out. So the end of September, we talked about surrender and we talked about all of the how surrender plays a role in how surrender plays a role in the investment of resources. You can keep doing things the same way and get the same results, right? The definition of insanity um, or you can surrender to what's not working, maybe ask for some guidance, maybe get some support, or try something new. But the only way that that's going to happen is if you truly allow a form of surrender to take place. doesn't mean you're giving up. It just means that you're releasing the resistance that may not be working for you. Now, I've hand-selected guests to be on the show that are starting out, and some of them have already are way beyond tremendous success. We're going to talk about how they defined their brand and what's kept them in business. And one of the questions I'm really curious about with my guests as we progress on for the rest of the year is, based on how they designed the brand, is that what it is today? Because one of the one of the anomalies of building a brand is some people allow their consumers to define how their brand works. And sometimes that works. And other times you've designed how you want your brand to be perceived out there and you work diligently to be able to have that brand stay connected to that vision and that purpose that you have. Um, our goal is to be able to keep your business on the forefront of other people's minds and the vision that they had for themselves, how they inspire others as leaders, and of course, being clear on what they offer, how they're solving problems, and who they're saying their ideal client is. Like really, who is the ideal client that they want to put this product or service into the hands of? Because, and we're going to talk about this after we have a break here. Um, the biggest problem I see with, with people out there and trying to reference their brand message is they're too broad, they're too wide, um, they're trying to be all things to all people, they don't have a defined ideal client. So, we're going to talk about that in a little bit as, um, as soon as we come back for our break. So, I hope 
that um, beautiful brands inside Nat will be something that you'll continue to listen to. I hope for my listeners that you've been following me so loyally um, for, you know, four years and 200 plus shows. I hope you'll continue to stay with me as we kind of dive into this a little bit more. And um, again, like I said, I'm not leaving beauty and, and the majority of the guests that I'm bringing on are still going to be related to beauty and uh, a part of that beauty, health, and wellness arena. So, all right, guys, we're going to take a quick break here. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm going to tap in to see what's going on here on Facebook, um, and we'll be right back. So if you're, if you're checking, looking for me on Facebook, I am at um, Beauty Inside and Out Show, the page. All right, we'll catch up to you guys in just a couple minutes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. After years of waiting, there's a radio show for shotgunning enthusiasts worldwide. Tune into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation for the very best in wing and clay shooting talk. Join Marty and his guests as they bring you hunting and shooting information that you can use. So whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, this show can be your go-to source for wing and clay shooting information. Listen live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. On the Voice America Variety Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. I'm your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. And yes, it's just me today. I don't have a guest because I'm launching the new show um, from Beauty Inside and Out to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. And um, in this segment, we're going to talk a little bit about how to be able to define that brand. What, um, what, what is a brand? Uh, how is marketing and branding different from all of that? And we're going to go into a little bit of information on here because I want to be able to also help you out 
in each and every one of these shows. So the guests will be able to, the questions I'm going to be asking the guests over the course of the rest of the year um, are going to be tied to questions that you should be asking yourself in regards to your brand. So I know some of you out there are freelance artists, you're entrepreneurs, or you might work for people in a company. And all of these things still kind of parlay because even if it's not about business for you, I want you to think about your personal brand as well. And we're going to touch on why it's important to be able to have a personal brand too. All right, so let's get started with brand defined. This is, I think Seth Godin has probably one of the best definitions of brand, and he really represents it in regards to you don't have a brand unless a consumer says that you have a brand. So when you realize that you have something that is that it has marketability and sell-through and people are asking for it and looking for it, when consumers say you have a brand, that's when you have a brand. And there's, there is truth to that, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't take the time to really focus in on having a brand plan. I say that brand defined is um, really sales with a soul. You know, the whole idea of, of having a brand is because you're trying to create reach. You're trying to sell something, uh, product, service, uh, idea whatever that is. So I say it's sales with a soul. And I define marketing as sales with a plan. So if your brand is kind of the foundation of who you are, it's the essence, it's the it's the vision and the values of who you are. And you're putting together an organization that you want to have a brand identity. The marketing then becomes kind of the actions or the tools that you're going to use to support that brand growth and to be able to use certain strategies to get it out there. So marketing, sales with a plan, brand, sales with a soul. So what's the difference between branding and brand? And people have asked me this question before. I think branding is kind of like a a, a marketing term. You're, You're continuing to do marketing efforts in order to have brand awareness. Your brand is something that when you develop your brand of your company, you're not necessarily changing that. You can expand it. You can add brands within brands. You can have a brand within a brand within a brand in your organization. But the brand, the overall overarching brand doesn't necessarily change. It pretty much is designed to be what it is. Now, you've seen all kinds of companies that they've always had, you know, the, the, the big brand, the parent brand, and then they've developed multiple different types of product lines, brand, different brands under that parent brand. Um, and that makes sense, right? I mean, that's how you have to do it. For those of us that are in service-generated businesses, we have a really hard time with that philosophy because we think that we have to provide a service, you know, like we do all these services. So if you're a doctor, you know, you you might do plastic surgery, but you also then do, um, you know, outpatient surgeries and you, and you might do non-invasive type uh, treatments type of things. So, and they feel like they have to kind of market all these things or that they, they, they have to express that they do all these things. But branding and marketing from that perspective is really much more defined in order to have the success that you're having. So branding would be in action of doing marketing efforts to support what you say your brand is. 
So then let's look at the personal and the business brand. Why would you have a personal brand? If you're out there being who you are and selling your business, then maybe you don't absolutely need to have a personal brand. But the truth is, is I think that your personal brand is is one of the strongest identities that you can have. And not to confine or label you as a word, but your personal brand is kind of how people know you. So when I, in the last segment, I talked about when I asked my family and my industry, what do you think that I do? People said things like this. Um, they said things like, oh, you're just a, you're a, you're a great speaker. You do a really good job in educational formats. And I'm like, well, what do I educate on? And they're like, gosh, everything. <laughs> and I thought, okay, that's, that's a little broad. And then people would say, oh, she, she's a great coach. Oh, she's a great trainer. Oh, she produces some great shows. And they just all had these little things that were quite complimentary. And it was, and it, I really appreciated it. Um, but none of it had a very defined action. And, but a couple of people did get it. A couple of people said, you're the person that is so connected that I know if I can't figure out who I need to talk to, I can call you and you'll, you'll guide me to who I might need to talk to. And then that's when it started to make sense for me. I've always believed that I was a connector, that my personal brand was, is as a connector. And not like networker, not like, you know, person out there, you know, doing all that stuff like a networker, more of a connector. Like I'm, I'm the person that may not be an expert in many things, but I promise you I can help you find the expert based on what you're looking for. So they're different and yet they're the same because I really do believe that your personal brand is the essence of who you are. And then if you build a business based on the essence of who you are, then it's a natural reflection of you. So, yes, have a personal brand and uh, decide what that is. You could even ask a handful of friends and just say, uh, you know, say one great thing about me. What, how do you, how do you know me? What's, if you could describe me, what, how would you describe me in a few words? And I promise you, it's going to, it's going to really come down to, you know, what that personal brand is. Like some of my clients, Lois K, she's the hair whisperer and, you know, Trace is a calibrator and Kathy's a fixer and Jeff is the protector. I'm the connector. Christian's the creator. And again, I don't want to just say that, you know, one word or one label in a sense is defining you, but when you kind of understand where you, where your strengths lie, you can build from that. Okay. But let's look at some business brands too, that you're all very familiar with just so we can kind of, you know, hit all of the points of branding in this first show before, because all my next shows are going to have guests. So when I say just do it, every single one of you know what I'm talking about. You all know that that's Nike. And you have to be able to think, were they just a bunch of marketing people sitting around the room and, and the, they came up with this slogan that said, just do it? And that would have been fine. If that was the case of how it happened, that would have been fine. But then you have to look at their years and years of keeping their brand presence very top-notch. Um, you know, sometimes there's a political agenda attached to it. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the essence of their brand in general. And then you have to be able to look at who are they targeting? You know, athletes obviously 
are being sponsored by them. But the truth is, is if you look at a lot of the advertising out there, it's everyday people like you and I trying to strive to be better, not to be, you know, a a high paid athlete or a professional athlete, just to be better, just to be better. Or what about this one? The Energizer Bunny. It just keeps going and going and going. How many of you have used you're like the Energizer Bunny expression to somebody that you know that just kind of buzzes around and is can amazingly get things done or just doesn't stop, right? We've all used that expression, you're the Energizer Bunny. So now I want you to take that one step further and I want you to imagine that you're in the drugstore or the Home Depot and you're standing there and then all of a sudden you're looking at the end cap while you're at the cash register. Oh God, that sounded so old at the cash register. <laughs> When you're getting to che- when you're going to check out by yourself because there's nobody there to help you, you're manually doing it yourself, um, and you're looking at batteries. The one that comes to mind and the one that you'll pick up. Now you might be looking at price. You know which one's cheaper. How many do I need? All those things. But the truth is, is you're probably you're reminded by a brand. So all of a sudden, the Energizer brand steps up. You immediately take the picture in your mind of the Energizer bunny, and you can't help but want to buy Energizer batteries because the Energizer bunny goes, keeps going and going and going. This is why they have a strong brand, they've, and they've been consistent. That damn bunny's still out there, right? Uh, the other day, I saw the Tootsie Pop commercial. Now, this is the Tootsie Pop commercial from... I'm going to say 30, 40 years ago, somewhere between 30, 40 years. It could even be, it could even be older than that. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? And it is that, it's the original commercial where it's just the drawing of the oddly shaped man kid. Um, and he takes it over to the owl and he's like, Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the bottom? And he goes, I don't know. Let me see. And then he, you know, he licks it three times and then he bites it off and he's like, the world will never know. Okay. That original commercial came back out and it just, and it brought a flood of memories brought back to me as a kid where I used to be like, Oh, I hated the chocolate one, but I loved the raspberry one. Um, and we remembered it and almost the flavor, the smell, the, the, where you were at as a child comes back in regards to that Tootsie Pop. Again, I haven't seen a Tootsie Pop. The only time I see Tootsie Pops around are around Halloween. So they're bringing it back. Yeah. All right. What about this one? Maybe she's born with it. Mm-hmm. We all know that one. Or maybe it's Maybelline, right? It's a good marketing slogan. It's a very good marketing slogan. And sometimes when I see makeup advertised over and over again, I'll kind of tie in their, their you know, L'Oreal because I'm worth it or Maybelline, maybe she's born with it. I'll try to remember the particular brand because inevitably I'll go into the drugstore and I'll be looking for that particular product that I saw advertised that I wanted to buy. And um, I won't remember which brand made it unless I kind of in my mind immediately connect to their brand slogan. And then I'll remember, I'll be like, Oh yeah, she was born with it. It's Maybelline type of thing. I, I won't remember Maybelline necessarily, but I'll remember the slogan. Or finger licking good. Yeah. That one's been around a long time too. Finger licking good. Although the the kernels that they're using today, you know, Colonel Sanders, they're kind of like weird. They're 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 kind of creepy weird at this point. But finger licking good. 
slogan been around forever. And, you know, the Colonel is someone we still know because he was part of the brand. And the Colonel has a story just like anybody else. And the Colonel just happened to cook really good chicken and started out, you know, making chicken for his friends. And then next thing you know, um, opened up Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I saw somebody the other day that, uh, I guess it, it might have been a couple months ago, but somebody the other day, oh, no, it was on a TV show or, or some movie. And they said, how cool is this? I'm in Kentucky eating Kentucky Fried Chicken. I think it was, um, yeah, movie. It was a movie that did they done. Yeah. Well, after... You know, they're all doing well after years of this because they've dominated the market based on who they are as a brand. Now, all those examples were examples that I was just providing from an educational standpoint. I'm not doing business with any of those companies. Not yet, anyway. Um, And they have a clear brand and they're clear what they offer and who they offer it to. Like you never saw Kentucky Fried Chicken all of a sudden serving burgers. But I tell you what, they got really creative with a thousand ways to be able to create a new chicken entree or a new chicken value meal. Um, You know, the same with Nike. Nike stayed in their wheelhouse. You know, the Energizer Bunny, who knows what batteries they make for what kind of products. But the truth is, is they're still marketing to us as consumers as just talking about the batteries that we want. So they dominate the market because they're clear and consistent with their marketing. And I think sometimes as small businesses, especially what I see in the beauty industry a lot of times is we're so fascinated by images and the way things look that we'll immediately go, oh, I like the way that one looks better. Let's put that one out there. And what happens is that we're not being consistent. And then they don't recognize us because we're making too many changes in it. Too many changes in it. So, all right. Who are you on the inside? That's how your personal brand starts. And all of those people that I talked about also had a personal brand. And somehow they ended up building a company that grew and with, you know, withheld and, and sustained, you know, all kinds of years, recessions, depressions, other competitors coming into their marketplace. That's one of the things that I hear a lot of times from my clients is they're worried about their competitors. And I'm like, you don't need to worry about your competitor. You need to worry about your, your, your brand strategy. And you need to worry about the type of clients that you want in your business. Because there's really, the truth is, is there's enough to go around. So what's your thing? What's your groove? What's your foundation? What's your story? And how do you connect with people? There's something that you do that connects with people. And it probably is a part of your personal brand essence. Now, when it shifts is when it goes into what are you offering? Because now if you're offering something, now you're translating it into more of a business type of opportunity. And I want you to think big here. What, What do you offer You know, typically what happens when I ask that question, what does your brand offer? Usually people are very specific and specific is fine, but specific is not really what you're offering. So let's say an example of that would be since I have to, you know, paint my eyebrows on every day, um, I use eyebrow products, right? And so you could look at a company that sells an eyebrow cream or pencil or powder and they would be like, oh, we, we, you know, what do we offer? We offer brow products. And that's not really what they offer. You know, the offer is 
We offer a brow product to help frame and balance the face so you feel good and confident about how you look. Because if you saw me right now without, I have no eyebrows. If you saw me right now without my eyebrows on, you'd be like, what's wrong with her? Something's missing. She looks like the Terminator. (laughs) Because I seriously have no eyebrows. (laughs) So I want you to think bigger. What they're selling is confidence. What they're selling is balance on my face. What they're selling is, is making my eyes stand out more, framing my face. That's what they're selling. Yes, at that point, it's a product, but I'm going to buy it when you talk about what you're really selling that emotionally connects with me. Because is that the only brow product out there? No, no, there's hundreds, maybe thousands of brow products out there. And I have a choice as a consumer. I have a choice to any one of those. All right. So you have to make it, you have to create the desire for people to want to buy. And a lot of times it's not tangible. It's elusive. It's a feeling or a lifestyle, a moment or a vision. So now who are you and who are you offering this to? Who is your who? Who is your who and who are you offering this to? Okay. And please don't say everybody, all females or anybody that needs to lose weight or everybody that's considering plastic surgery, like that is not defined enough. That is still too broad. So you really have to, because then you got to tie it back in into that philosophy of how are you emotionally connecting people? So Nike is a good example. You know, they've stayed in their wheelhouse. They have clothes and they have shoes and they kind of, you know, they sponsor big events to continue to keep their brand alive out there. But they're, they're pretty true to their wheelhouse of what they're offering. And who they're offering it to is what I described earlier is not so you can be a pro athlete. I mean, there's there could be the vision of that from a young person. But the truth is, is I just want to be as good I want to I, I want to I want to push myself like athletes push themselves to be that great. I want to push myself to be that great, uh, not to be a pro athlete. And if you look at, you know, companies like Amazon as well, you know, Amazon didn't start out selling everything. Amazon started out selling one thing. And then that one thing that they started selling really well at, they designed a product to be able to sell that one thing another one thing so that they could sell a bunch of their first things a million times over. And they did. And then when they got operational excellence in place, then and only then could they start to sell everything. So we say that, you know, Amazon's brand is everything for everybody. But the truth is, is their brand is they've created operational excellence to be able to sell everything to everybody. All right. I, one of the companies that I admire watching, I actually am not a customer of them yet. And um, so one day I will be, but I've been, I, I keep a close eye on Stitch Fix because I really like the way that they market. I really like the way that they, you know, like I'll see one of their little clothing outfits go by and I wish I could stop it and take a look at it. it that would help me to buy into it actually more. So there, there's my recommendation to you, Stitch Fix. I want to see the picture a little bit longer because I want to really visualize myself in it. By the time it flies by, I might have only seen the jacket, but not the shoes and the purse that come with it. I want to see the whole thing for a little bit longer and not have it disappear so fast to the next um, type of product and everything. 
And they just started out being this, you know, online purchasing uh, for women. So, you know, you see these outfits, they have a stylist that kind of fits you, you see these outfits, and then you kind of like get style fitted, they send you these boxes every month, you keep what you want, you send back what you don't. And, you know, it's $20 a month, but that $20 goes towards the, the clothes that you actually do decide to keep, and there's no shipping and no charges to be able to send anything back. Um, and what happens, and they know this because this is an emotional uh, philosophy here, what happens is that people um, buy more than they think they want because it's being sent to them anyway. They're not having to do the work to go find it. So these are companies that um, I admire watching. Now, in this beauty arena, I think a lot of times uh, our companies try to cover too much too much landscape with the products. Too young of an image won't attract the older, but somewhere in between will attract both the young and the young at heart. So uh, keep that in mind. We're still going to have some product companies and um, be on board with this for the rest of the show. All right. I've got two calls to action for you guys before we close out our show today. One is, um, well, three, actually. One, continue to keep watching beautiful brands inside and out because I definitely want you to be a part of it. But the other one is, is I'm looking for one guest that we can actually go through a brand strategy. So a brand audit is what I call it. And if you're interested in being a guest and you want to do a brand audit on the show live, um, I'd love to have you on there. And how you're going to reach out to me is Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. You can also send me a message through the website on Voice America as well. Or you can go to my website. Now, and that would be between now and December 31st. We'll find that date. Okay. Second is I want to be able to offer all of my listeners a brand me audit. Now, these are regular $597 that I do for my clients. And what we do is we look at the strategy of your brand. And are you meeting the needs of your customers? Are you defined enough? Are you refined enough? Is your message clear enough? Or are you just creating confusion um, to your marketplace? And I'm going to be offering this for $99. So it's an hour and a half session that we're going to be doing. And what you're going to do to tap into this, and from now until October 10th, anybody that wants this brand audit, I will be doing it for $99, regularly $597. It's two ways that you can connect with me on this. One, go to www.brandme.club. There's a selection in there that you'll click on it, you'll put in your email address, you'll click on it, and then the next page that comes up will be an opportunity to set up an appointment on my call. You're not going to get charged by setting up the appointment. Once you get on the phone with me, we'll go through your brand strategy and what that looks like and everything. Or you can text me right now, 623-401-2810, 623-401-2810. Type in the word brand, B-R-A-N-D, and it will take you to that same site to be able to set up that appointment. There's some other free options on there as well that you can take advantage of. So who should take advantage of this? Small to mid-sized companies, uh, freelance solopreneurs, the ones that are wearing all the hats. Uh, maybe for those of you that are a little intimidated by technology or putting yourself out there. And we're going to be able to look at defining your message, crafting your story, and so you can get to the good part of your life and not spend 24-7 trying to work on your business. Now, uh, again, brandme.club 
or text me 623-401-2810. Type in the word brand. That's how you're going to be able to get a brand audit from me for $99. All right. So be sure to join me next week. We're going to be talking with Eric Young. He is the co-owner of The Body Shot. His brand is more about transformation versus diets and exercise. So you'll want to hear him. I look forward to chatting with him. And I look forward to seeing all of you guys as well. So remember, beautiful brands inside and out. It's always about being you and beauty, though. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.